0: The J Train Podcast is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the Quarantine Palace in Harlem, New York City. That's right. We're here every day with a Freed by Noon episode. The Freed by Noon episodes are gonna be every day. We're answering your emails, we're taking your questions. If you want your email answered on the show, send it to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Jared Freed, I'm here every day with you. All I ask, share, share, share. Tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. All of us are sitting at home. We're, We're hungry, we're thirsty. We're, we're hurting, jonesing for that content, that live feeling in the moment. I'm here to let you put your brain on the shelf and then pop me in and we get to have some fun for an hour or so, 40 minutes, whatever we do. So tell a friend, put me as your Instagram stories. We are also on YouTube. You could watch this whole shebang on the YouTube, Okay. So get on YouTube, subscribe, so every time you wake up... Oh, is is it over yet? Is it over? No. But you know who's not over? Papa JT, the prince of promos, the king of content. I'm there on YouTube, on Apple iP- iTunes, on a podcast app, on Stitcher, on Spotify. So let people know. Get yourself subscribed. Get us on YouTube. We got your emails. Let's get it started. JTrain Podcast at Gmail.com. at Gmail.com. Prince of Pandemics, what are your thoughts on these corona topics? Okay, so this is an emailer sent me looking for thoughts. Drinking when quarantined. At what time in the day is this a given? Getting stoned when quarantined. How much is too much? Okay, we'll start with those two because, and then it says, getting thirsty texts from an ex while on social distancing. Ignore a reply. It is the end of the world after all. Grateful for all you do for the good ears of this nation. So I appreciate your email. Thank you, Totes Preach. Here's what I'll say I think we all need to create our own schedules. Get out the crayons, get out the markers, get out the highlighters. Let's take 10 minutes to make a little like like I think you should make quarantine calendars okay and put it on a big sheet of paper or whatever you have laying around the house you know turn over the you know take take you know take a just take a big piece of cardboard paper or whatever you have and let's mark out the day okay let's mark it out wake up breakfast masturbation work Emails, coworkers, friend FaceTime, and some of that shouldn't you know fucking if you're with a significant other. Yeah, that's right. Say, uh, porno, movie time, snack time. Let's let's put this out. If you put it down on paper, then you keep to it. Then it becomes normal. Then it gets fun. Yesterday is freed by noon. You can go check it out. I brought up the 410 fuck. The 410 surprise. If you're sitting there with someone, you know, and you want to get a little weird, every day at 410, you guys take turns switching off. Who plans your sexual advances? Mmm, that's right. So let's have some fun. Let's, but I think the more organized, the better. I am a person who who works from home on a normal basis? Okay, I guess you could call it work from home, but my day is a little stranger than your day, probably. As a comedian, you can follow me on Instagram. Comedians aren't doing shows right now. We need your help. I'm also on Patreon. BT Dubs, Patreon.com/slash/JaredFreed. But you make your own calendar, color code it, make it fun, decorate it. Okay, I would do. It's mar- you know margarita Mondays. You know, uh Whiskey Wednesdays, you know, uh you know, Spliff Thursdays. This is what I'm talking about. This makes it so maybe one day is your clean day. You don't do drinking. But if you calendar out the whole week and you get specific, all of this stuff becomes a little more fun. Wouldn't it be great to have a whiskey Wednesday right now? Bring out the whiskeys. I got my whiskey in the cup. So what is the proper time in the day? So for you, your work stuff might be done by 5 p.m. Like I, you know, if it's me, wake up, masturbate, you know, have a coffee, masturbate again, have another coffee, think about breakfast, should I be healthy, should I be not healthy, do some work, do freed by noon, let's have a whiskey, let's pass out, wake up at 11, Watch a movie. You know, the your schedule can be your own. So I'm not going to tell you what time of day. You can start drinking whenever you want, but I think you'll feel better about when you drink, when you smoke weed, uh, those types of actions. If you had a Lisa Frank calendar with color coded and, and markers and crayons and, and little designs all over it, you'll feel good about it. Their last question, getting thirsty texts from an ex while on social distancing, ignore a reply, it's the end of the world after all. Here's what I'll say, take all comers, because they're coming, take all, I think all these thirsty texts, now's not the time to be like, oh, oh, now's not the time to be shut, it, turning away people who are looking to converse with you. It's going to get lonely. We're at the beginning. This ain't the end. So let's get real. It's nice to get a text from someone. It's nice to talk it out. Listen, let's just remember though, a text doesn't mean effort. So the same that, and, and honestly, the, the quarantine texts take less effort than the regular everyday texts. It is below that text. So if you can handle knowing that this is all playful and fun and means absolutely nothing, Take, you know, receive all comers. You'll take a text from someone. Why not? Now is not the time to be like, oh, oh, now you reach out. It's like, yeah, because here's the beauty of social distancing. They can't lie to you. They they can't tell this lie. Well, well, maybe we should get drinks this week. That's out of the question. At least you can get, you know, feel them out. I think your first response shouldn't be, oh, it should be, oh, okay. Because... Receiving the thirsty text is easier because you're in the you're in the the you're in the receiver spot. That's where you get to catch it, think about it. Do you throw it back? Do you not? Take it slow. But I wouldn't run out in front of it and start being angry. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. dot J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Later we're dealing dealing with coronavirus and my boyfriend's family. Let's do this one. Dealing with and my boy Okay. Hi Jared. Um Okay, I was just asked to not read this one on the air. Oof. Okay, we move on. <laughs> People are worried that they're going to hear it. Okay. Ex-lover turned coworker being pushed Ex lover turned coworker being pushed to communicate. Ex lover turned coworker being pushed to communicate. Here we go. COVID crisis. Ex-lover turned coworker worker being pushed to communicate. Love the pod. Thank you for all you do. Bringing all my friends to the live shows before and after the COVID crisis. I thank you. I am a girl in my mid-20s. I met a guy in his mid-30s, November 2018, on a work-related conference, okay? Girl, mid-20s, met a guy in his mid-30s, November 2018, two years ago. Pre-quarantine times. Pre-end of days. I'm getting sick and tired of the end of days, people. Okay, by the way. Uh, We hit it off, hooked up for a little bit, but ultimately after a few months, January 2019 of getting to know each other, uh, he let me know he couldn't commit to anything long distance. Totally fair and okay, but still made me sad. Flash forward to December 2019, I found out he was hired at my company on a different team. I had a pit of anxiety as our company is really small, 60 people, but figured different offices, different teams, I'll be okay, and I can commit to being as professional as possible. I didn't go out of my way to welcome him or set any uh, any one-on-one meetings with him, so I didn't give the wrong signals. We had to meet one-on-one for a project a couple of weeks ago, and I did my best, but it was really hard on me emotionally and felt that my decision to keep it professional was the best. In the weeks after, he's, he is sliding into my Slack DMs on a daily basis. To talk about anything that I have put in other other Slack channels that we ha- both happen to be in, I tried responding with short, simple answers because I didn't want to. I didn't want. Don't run to appear to be rude. But over the weekend, he texted me and ignored it, and I ignored it because I have it, can't have a friendship with him. Here we are on day two of working from home, and he again slid into my Slack DMs to talk about Brady leaving the Patriots because I'm a, he knows I'm a big sports fan. R.I.P. I'm at a loss of what to do. My company in these COVID times is pushing more social interaction with each other. uh, But it will be really hurt me to act like I'm okay with having friendly conversation with them and I need to think of me first. Additionally, I have been with my company for two years and don't want to ruin my reputation here since I can see myself continuing to climb the ladder here. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the problem. When you end something for a reason that is not the reality, then it hurts a little more. So in their situation, they meet in 2018, November, November, 2018. They hook up for a while. Then it gets to January 2019. He, uh, or it gets to January 2019. And he, he let me know he couldn't commit to anything long distance. Okay. That is a lie. He used long distance to get out of the relationship. At that moment, you could live in the lie, which is nice to do. I don't disagree with you. It's nice to live in the lie. It's nice to just, let's let the lie take its course. But now, fast forward to December 2019, he's working for your company. He's closer than he was before. And now you're seeing the reality, and it's that, He just wanted to hook up with someone he felt comfortable with, and that person is you. It's not personal. It's not saying that you're not good enough to date. It's not saying that you're not worthy enough. It just wasn't the match for him, but now you're enough the match to be friendly with and to have hooked up with. Do we understand where I'm going with this? So right now, you need to end it in the real terms. You need to call, you need to talk to him because right now it's confusing. I understand you're sitting there going, "Well, he said it was because of the distance. Now he's back and he's all cool. He's operating under the idea that this relationship ended in a nice way. He's operating under long distance. Oh my God, God got in the way." We couldn't be together because of this distance. Oh, my. That's what he's living under. He's living under a romantic pretense. So now he gets to reach back out and be friendly and talk about Brady and talk about sports, and it's, hey, remember us? We're just friends who fucked a couple times, and it was no big deal. But from your side of things, it's a big deal to you. So I think you need to let him know because right now it's a miscommunication. He's living in the land of, oh, I guess... You know, fate didn't allow us to be together, and you're realizing it wasn't fate. It was because this wasn't something he wanted to work on, but he would work on it just enough to be able to text you about Tom Brady leaving the Patriots. So if I'm you, you're be you're handling it as good as you can right now, but you have to go to him and say, hey, I just want to clear the air. And you're not clearing... The- Some people think clearing the air, you need both sides to be on the same page. no, 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 no. You're clearing the air for you so you're saying hey man just want to talk for two minutes I just want to get this out in the open it hurts me to have you reappear in life you got to be a little vulnerable but like vulnerable enough that you know when you say I want additionally I've been with my company I don't want to ruin my reputation here ruining your reputation would be walking into the middle of the office and going ah he fucked me and I don't know what to do he said it was because of distance. That would ruin your reputation. What doesn't ruin your reputation is going to him over a call or a text and being like, hey, I, it's kind of a, hey, i we have to talk about how we left things off. I felt like we had a genuine connection. Obviously, you didn't feel the same way because you ended it and didn't want to try for long distance. That's fine. You are now on my turf. Okay, I need to let you know that it hurts me when you reach out so casually. It makes me feel like the distance wasn't the reason we broke up. It makes me feel like you, uh, you're just trying to get back on okay terms. Where we're just a casual thing when it was more important to me than you're letting on. So I would appreciate it if you be professional with me in the same way I'm trying to be professional with you. And I know that's a hard conversation, but that's not going to ruin your reputation. That is two people with a past who are talking things out and translating where they're coming from. Podcast at gmail.com. podcast at gmail.com. Let's do a deal reveal. Big J Train fan here in a Metro West Jew, nonetheless. Okay, what up? I've gone to You Up Live, bought tickets to your upcoming stand-up live show in D.C. I hope these are still happening. Right now, I've canceled the, or I postponed. Um, Boston shows will be in November. Gotham, uh, New York City shows will now be in October. Uh, I'm supposed to be in D.C., but we'll see. Um, my question is about the pseudo-ghosting. Pseudo-ghosting. It's happened to me, my sister, and a few friends, and I thought you might have the answer. I'll share my story, but I think they're all the same. I went on a first date with a guy, and it went really well. We went out on two more times after both. At, uh, we went out two more times after, and both times we went home together and had sex. I, I know my girls say it was too quick, but I was into it, and he had excellent d game. All right, there's no, there's no such thing as too slow, too quick. You felt it, go with it. After the third hangout, he spent the night on a Friday. He spent the night on a Friday and left Saturday late Saturday morning. We texted after for a little, and then when I was out with my friends that night, we were texting. But then I stopped replying to him because his texts were going nowhere. Fast forward, I didn't text him back, and I still didn't hear for another week. So I texted. I got radio silence. I tried again a week later, and this is our convo. So. Uh, now it's been silenced. What's up with that? Why reply after the original ghost? Why not just continue to ghost? I have a few theories myself, but want to hear it from you. By the way, if it matters, I'm 27, he's 32. Okay, so to to set the scene, she meets a guy. They go on three dates. We went out uh, on dates two and three. They went home together because he had excellent D game. After the third hangout, he spent the night on a Friday and left late Saturday morning Texted for a little, and when I was out with my friends that night, we were texting, but then uh, I stopped replying to him because his texts were going nowhere. This is an important part. Fast forward, I didn't hear back, and I still didn't hear for another week, so I texted. So she texted. So they hook up, texts go nowhere, no hangout Saturday. Then she didn't text him, don't hear for another week, she texts, radio silent. I tried again one week later, so now we're two weeks from the bang. Two weeks from the bang, I texted a week later. This is our convo. Now it's been silence. Okay, so here's the convo. He writes, "This is Saturday night after midnight. This is a Saturday night after midnight. Did you go to the club? Close enough. Back at the uh, the blank. Ha ha. Shocker. I'm so exhausted. Brunch and decided to go out tonight. Decided to go out tonight and watch the fight. LOL. Might sleep for 16 hours. Okay. That was the end of their go nowhere text." This is all, I know where we're going with this, by the way. Listeners, stay calm. Friday, one week later. Hey, hey, happy Friday. How was your week? No answer. Another week later. Hey, haven't heard from you and wanted to make sure I didn't say something to offend you when I was texting on a drunk night out with my friends. Would love to hang out again. Let me know if you're down for that sometime. He writes back. This is now two weeks after the bang. Hey, no, no, nothing. Like that at all. Hey, no, no, nothing like that at all. I've just kind of taken a break, lol. Stuff has been crazy at the moment. I'm definitely down to hang out again sometime. Sure, drunk Sam has said lots of offensive stuff, but I don't know. I don't know, emoji. J.K. J.K. She writes back, I understand crazy busy story of my life with grad school and teaching. Reach out to me when things are less busy and you're up to go out. Okay, so she wants to know what's going on. Here's what's going on. Let me just say the pursuit pre fucking is different than this pursuit post fucking. Do we understand this? There's pre date, there's pre fuck pursuit and post fuck pursuit. And you're saying, well, we fuck twice. There's pre this is serious pursuit and there's post this is serious pursuit. Do you understand what I'm saying? So she says we went on two dates, and then after the second date, uh, we went on three dates. After the third date, they, you know, they, they, he fucks and leaves late that morning, and they text and text and text, and it goes nowhere. Here's the thing: after that third date, where you guys have had sex, he has to make a decision. Do I sh- do I pursue you in a serious way right now, or do I show you actions that show you I am here to casually have sex? because let's say he does because she goes um after the third hangout he spent the night on a friday and left late saturday morning uh we texted for a little and when i was out with my friends that night we were texting but then i stopped replying to him because his texts were going nowhere that's the game that's how you do it okay you text on it after you fuck you text and text and text Oh, oh the night got away from me now you're a day away from the fuck And it's all good because they're like, yeah, you're tired. I get it. We fucked all night. Ooh, that's right. There's excuses built in. So now she stops responding. A week goes by. She says, hey, what's up? No answer. Then she responds again. It's two weeks past the fuck. So she goes, hey, just want to make sure I didn't say anything wrong. And he goes, no, you didn't say anything wrong. Now he's keeping, now it's two weeks later and you're still texting. Texting. You are basically, there's, you are signing a, a verbal contract. The verbal contract was the non-verbality. The non-verbalness of his contract is the verbal contract. He's saying after two weeks of not texting you, you can't ever tell me that we are more than anything. Now you're texting me and two weeks later. That means you know what I'm all about. You know I'm about casual. You know I'm about this is just a hookup when it's most convenient for me. So the reason for responding two weeks after is because, hey, why not? He can never get in trouble for this. It's not, you know, and and it's like, there's a thing where it's like, he's not ghosting you. He's on good terms with you. He doesn't see that there's anything wrong with this. Do you understand? So a lot of guys, when they're hooking up like this, their move is to not be an asshole. How do I get out of this where I could tell a court or a jury of my peers, well, I'm not a dick. Yeah, we're two weeks later. She texted me. She knew what was up. See, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's what it is because she says, what's up with that? Why reply after the original ghost? There was no ghost. In his mind, you're someone that he fucked on good terms. So there's no ghost there. Why not just continue to ghost? Because he wants to be able to fuck you when it's most convenient for him. I have a few theories myself, but I want to hear from you. So yeah, that's that's really what it is. It's not about, and, and again, this is back to the pursuit. In the beginning, the pursuit is about, hey, I'm getting to know you enough where we could get naked together. Then afterwards, he knows. If he goes out with you and the friend that night, more serious. If he follows up with a date that week, more serious. You already referenced in your email. And to give him, to, to, say, to, to take his side a bit, he is right. You already wrote. After the third hangout, he spent a, uh, the night on a Friday and left late Saturday morning. The only reason you write he left late Saturday morning is to let me know, well, he must like me. He didn't leave in the dark of night and run away from me. So, no, no, no. But that means nothing to him. Leaving late Saturday morning is the same to him as leaving in the middle of the night and going, hey, I just want to sleep in my own bed. It doesn't matter. It's when he comes back. He knows to him it matters to go out with you and your friends. And he goes, I'm going to opt out of that because that shows that I'm more serious than I am. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com keep sending those emails in don't send an email that you're afraid is going to get hurt okay I'm just letting you know let's move on okay we're here every day freed by noon episode here we go every day on a freed by noon episode we're going to do a coronavirus rant today's coronavirus rant hit the music Shelby Facebook aunts okay if you have and this isn't just women this isn't just aunts it's anyone who has a nephew or a niece if you have a nephew or a niece it's time to step away from facebook we don't need you right now you are not where the breaking news is coming from you we do not you're not a reporter you're not a doctor you don't work at the cdc I every Facebook aunt, every aunt on Facebook, uncle, every weird older person that thinks we give a shit about their platform is now sharing posts. They think they're CNN with breaking news. You're not. You're not. Now is not the time for you. Okay. I have. I saw some older person. They shared a, a, a post that says that started with "I'm a nurse." and then did three paragraphs on how to stay healthy and stuff. Who knows if that person's really a nurse? We don't know who you are. just Is that all you needed, Facebook aunt? Is someone to go, I'm a nurse. If I ran up to you in the middle of the street and was like, I'm a nurse, you're going to die. You go, get the fuck out of my face. You don't, how do I know you're a nurse? Again, you right now, if you have a nephew or a niece, we don't need you. We don't need you. You don't have information for us. Okay. Elaine, Aunt Elaine with a hunch, we don't need you. Uh, Aunt Rona, who who goes to the hospital a lot? No, you're out. Uncle Uncle Jim, who who knows a guy who told him that everyone is being detained in 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 camps in the Midwest? Get out of here. Uncle Ronald, who who knows a guy or used to work at a hospital in their janitorial program. We don't need you right now, okay? So right now, your shares are hurting. Your posts are d- making things more difficult. You're making people more emotional than they need to be. And here's the reality. I don't care if you're you're going, well, that's just my opinion. That's just me putting it out there. No, 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 no. It has to flow through us. All information, has to go through us and down our bodies and out our assholes, and we have to feel it. Then we go, well, that's bullshit, but we still had to feel it go through our veins. So you're a problem right now. You're making things crazy. Your post from a guy who claims he works in a submarine and he he gets it, uh-uh, we don't need you. Here's how you can help, okay? We need aunt and uncle Facebookmen... You should be sharing recipes, cat videos. Why don't you bring us back to an easier time? Why don't you do one of your, why don't you post a picture of someone parked, uh, double parked in the Whole Foods parking lot? That's where we want, that's where we want you. Auntie Facebook, we want you to post the picture from six weeks ago you took of someone double parked. And write your complaint about that to bring us back to better times when you were just some crazy lunatic with crazy lunatic posts that didn't get fucking messed in with all the needed posts we have to read this these days. That's your coronavirus rant every day on the Freed by Noon podcast. Let's go to our next segment. The Luxury Lounge. Now, hit the music, Shelby. Luxury Lounge is a... Um, is a is a segment I do every week on my Patreon. If you enjoy what I'm putting out here today, Patreon is a great way to, you know, add some money to the kitty, okay? It's a great way to support artists like me who are putting out content in exchange for that. So, yes, I'm doing podcasts every day. But also, I have two years worth of podcasts on Patreon that are behind a paywall, and it's five bucks a month. And you also now get the luxury lounge where I have a guest from the J Train podcast come on and, uh, you know, complain about the luxuries in life. And I'm going to do a little taste of that today. So let's do the luxury lounge. Today, I'm going to complain about working from home. It did feel like, I'm sure some of you were like, "Ugh, I don't have to go in the office. I am a work from home person. It is not all it's cracked up to be. Okay, here's the problem with working from home. You never know when you're done. There's no, by, you know, by secretary, by boss, there's none of that. You don't, that is a good thing. It feels good to have a beginning, middle and end to your day. You feel like you did something. That's the biggest problem with working from home. It is endless. So you, again, this is why I gave my suggestion from the beginning of the podcast to put out a calendar that lets you say Work time over, drink time start, punching, this is me punching in, punching out. That's what I mean. So working from home is not all it's cracked up to be. All you do is sit there and go, did I do enough? Have I done enough? Am I working? Am I useful? Am I useful? That's your day. Also, you know, the food is out. The food never stops. You, when you're working at an office, if you had cookies just sitting out on your desk all day, you'd be a little shameful. You'd be worried about someone in your office going, is that guy just eating cookies all day long? You'd put them away. In the home, there ain't no ending to the meal times. That's tough. You could graze all day. You could just keep going. So you have to have structured meal times, and that's very hard to do. That's today's luxury lounge here every day on the Freed by Noon podcast. If you want to See more luxury lounges with guests of mine from the J Train Podcast. Go to Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Let's go to our sponsors, okay? I want to just say I have sponsors for the J Train Podcast, and I want to give them a little shout-out. That's a great way, if you're looking to help me out for putting these out, support the sponsors, okay? I'd like to thank rothy's rothy's free shipping and free returns rothy's.com slash jtrain fabfitfun promo code jtrain for ten dollars off your first bucks at fabfitfun.com ShipStation, try ShipStation for free 60 days shipstation.com click the microphone at the top of the homepage. press code jtrain self now oh, that can help you get your uh credit score better uh self just start in five minutes with self.inc slash jtrain self.inc slash jtrain Blue Chew. Oh, if you're having some trouble these days in the house for a while, get your first shipment free with promo code JTrain. JTrain, JTrain. Just pay five dollars shipping. So I wanna thank those sponsors real quick and please support them if you have it. If you're looking to, you know, if those if any of those items wet your whistle, get involved. Every day on Freed by Noon, we do a charcuterie chat. If you're new to my page, if you're new to me as a comedian, I have a lot of charcuterie opinions, okay? Hit the music, Shelby. Today, we're going to talk about pomegranate seeds. Pomegranate seeds, I'm on to you, okay? Here's my problem with pomegranate seeds. That is not something you love. Every time I mention pomegranate seeds, one girl who's a Kylie Jenner fan has to look at me and go, "Oh, I love pomegranate seeds." No, you don't. You don't love pomegranate seeds. You love your grandma. You love your grandpa. You love your blankie. You don't. Lo- you love chips and popcorn and fried food and French fries. You don't love pomegranate seeds, okay? You didn't even know that they existed seven years ago. You had no clue. Pomegranate seeds make you look like someone who gets it. Makes you look like you are a fashionable person. That's not what you're eating on the couch during a movie. They taste... They they have the consistency of popcorn kernels. They taste like a sour popcorn kernel. They're getting your teeth. You can't even eat all of them. You have you don't even know how to cut up the pomegranate. Half the fruit is just wasted in the garbage. You're wasting fruit, valuable, you know, the items. But it, when you talk about pomegranate and when I see them on a charcuterie board, no one they're they're spread amongst like like salt bay. Put them on the board, okay? No one eats pomegranate... If you're going to eat pomegranate seeds, the only way you could tell me you love them is if you had a big vat of them. You know, if you had a big tub and you were just pulling them out one by one. Okay? Because that's how you would eat them if you love them. You're not going to eat them off a charcuterie board. What, you're going to pick it out of the brie? Is that your plan? You're going to go... Because they're never in one area They're never in a bowl They're always spread across like they're decoration So really the pomegranate seed Is there for the person to get Extra likes on Instagram They're not there for your enjoyment You're not putting a pomegranate seed On top Of a a piece of cheese On top of the honey On top of the cracker Like it's a fucking caper During your bagel and locks. That's not happening I've never seen that you don't like pomegranate seeds. Stop fooling yourself. It's not a watermelon. It's not a raspberry. It's not a strawberry. It's not even an apple. It's a pain in the ass to eat. You can't even chew through it. It's not satisfying. It's never, no one has ever been like, oh, I'm starving. Bring over the pomegranate seeds. No, it's never happened. And you're lying to us every time you say you love them. You like them. You deal with them. They're the 30th thing you will you would buy if it was you were heading to a, a, a deserted island. That's our charcuterie chat. We're here every day on the Freed by Noon podcast. Let's do some quick hits. That's how we end every episode. These are sent to me via Instagram. Can I ask my ex's mom to see if the family is okay? She and I were very close. No, no, it's over. Consider your boyfriend or girlfriend the... the, one road that leads into their family, okay? Their family is out on on Martha's Vineyard and your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend is the ferry and you should stay away from that ferry. Why would a guy with a girlfriend who wanted to go out with me prior still reply to my IG stories? He is keeping you warm for when they end, okay? Okay. I call it the hookup alley-oop, okay? While you're in a relationship and you know it's going to end, you start getting things ready for when you're out of the relationship. So that's why he responds to your IG stories. That's why he's letting you know I'm still a friendly. So he's taking the basketball and he's tossing it up to his single self. You're the basketball. How do I get over my uh, f- my fear of accidentally dating uh, a? J- how do I get over my fear of accidentally dating a Joe from you? What is that? Oh, like a stalker? I mean, you. It's okay. Here's the thing. Stop. Wor- Here's how you uh, you stop that fear of, of of dating someone who ends up being a stalker and a bad person. Trust your instincts. Stop worrying about being a bitch or being too much or being or being mean. It's okay to be mean. It's okay to notice that things are weird. It's okay to let people go that aren't your taste. If something tastes bitter, throw it back. And that's okay for dating as well. What should you and your significant other discuss before moving in? Um, I'm moving in with my girlfriend in two weeks. This quarantine is all the talk we need. She almost left me today. I said, I, I, I yelled today. I don't poop, I crap, and I saw her face just rethink the move. Like I, I, saw her like turn into like a she was just like like her eyes rolled into the back of her head, and she was like, "What am I doing?" So, if you're with each other in the quarantine, you're learning a lot about each other. She's also walked in here multiple times and saw me sitting here like this, and was just like, "What is going on?" Should I be judging matches based on how seriously they're taking social distancing? Um, I, I don't think so. I think, I think yes, because it's, it's you. I think we are heading down a dangerous path where it's starting to sound like the Salem witch trials. So I think it's okay for you to disagree with someone about how they social distance, I don't think it's okay for you to be their teacher about how to live life. I think the people you should be talking to are the people in your phone. Okay? So if the person, if you don't have their number, if you you couldn't FaceTime them, then maybe it's not your responsibility to teach them how to social distance. So I would say it's okay. It's the same thing on a date. If you wanted a date with a guy who just said, let's split it, you should just not date them anymore because you didn't want, you wanted a guy. It's okay to be like, I want a guy to pay for the first date. That's okay. It's not okay to tell a guy who asked you to split why he's a piece of shit because he split it with you. That's just the way he is. You're just the way you are. Talk to your friends and family about how they social distance, not someone you've met on Bumble three days ago. Where will Tom Brady land this upcoming season? I am very upset. I'm very upset about Tom Brady. Um, I think it's going to be Tampa Bay. I think it's going to. Has it happened already? The rumors are Tampa Bay. This is a sad day for me. It's like watching uh, a family member move away and and tell you he's never going to speak to you again. It's going to be weird. It's going to be sad. I am a huge Tom Brady fan. as you can see, I've put up you know, my my candles and stuff. It's, it's a sad day. Um, I wish... And it's kind of the same thing with coronavirus. The world's not going to be neat and tidy for you. Your wedding that came along the same time of coronavirus, it was meant to be everything happens for a reason, everything happens for the best. You think I wanted to be inside screaming in a onesie at you? No, but... Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for the best. Tom Brady will go to the Bucs or somewhere or the Chargers, and then he'll be back in three years doing his, you know, well, he'll sign the one-day contract with the Patriots, and we'll all hug and, you know, whack each other off and feel good about it. So all's, out, all's well it ends well. Um, boyfriend is working from home and I'm a student on hiatus. How do I not annoy him too much? Uh, I think separate rooms sometimes being okay with the silence, letting someone look at their phones. You know, if you, you looking at them and going, where's my attention? I think creating time for one another. I think my calendar idea from the beginning of the podcast works for this where you guys could create a calendar together. I think being open and honest about when's, when's the couple times versus when's the work times is okay. How do I deal with someone just cutting off contact with me? No idea what happened. Um, I think you can send a goodbye text. Hey, I don't know why you did this. I don't know why you're cutting off contact. I would love to know. But if that's how you want to be, goodbye. I think you can like send that text to feel better yourself but I wouldn't expect anything back Um, and if usually when someone goes I don't know why they cut me off I usually find they do know why I think it's time to look in the mirror and go well oh they wanted to fuck me and never speak to me again maybe that was why five dates followed me on Instagram after fifth date a week of no talking then ghosted Um, that person will be back they're gonna watch They're going to respond over Instagram stories one day. And really, the Instagram follow and watch while after five dates is a way of saying, that was fun. Maybe I'll see you again when it's on my, at my greatest convenience. But it's a way of keeping you in in, in the bubble of options for later. If you don't want that to happen, block them. I would block them right now. My boyfriend rolls his eyes when I ask him to wash his hands more. Is this all dudes? Um, I don't think anyone likes to be told what to do. So I think you're seeing a lot of people act stupidly because they feel they're being spoken down to. So, again, maybe it's a lead by example thing. Maybe it's a, instead of saying, hey, you idiot, you didn't wash your hands, that's how you do it? Oh, that's how, maybe it's a different way of communicating that. Maybe it's, Hey, it's hand-washing time for me. Are you out? Are you in? Shower time. Make it a little more fun and still a little less judgmental. What should I be doing right now to meet men? Is dating over? Dating's not over. Go on the apps. Talk over the apps. If anything, this has freed you up to to be more okay with not going on the date. This is a great time to meet people and go, not the match, over texting. Be judgmental. Meet a lot of people. Let people go. Now's the time. Is it a now a bad time to define the relationship? Yeah, I'd say now's a bad time. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how you two do during this period. Let's see how this goes. Text them when you have something to say. Text them when you, when you you when you want to know how they're doing. Be free to send those texts. Text how you feel. Own that feeling, and if they're not giving it back to you, it's time to say goodbye. Maybe this isn't the right match. That's it for us. Send in your emails. Freed by noon is every day. Send your emails to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We are here every single day. Subscribe on YouTube. Share, share, share. That's the way, you know, that's kind of, I consider that social currency. I consider that payment. Share with a friend. Make your Instagram stories. We'll be back tomorrow. Boom.